Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for January 28, 2024. It is the season of Epiphany. Join us in our call to worship. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Great God of Shalom, as we gather together to worship you, we are comforted by the knowledge that we have no surprises for you. Even though you know us so well, you choose to lead us along the path to everlasting life. Loving God, we thank you that your nature is eternal love. Amen. Reclaw the sinner. 
Today is written by David Sparks. It is used by the United Church of Canada. Let us pray. God of love, we see terror and conflict, destruction and death. There is no end in sight. You know what we seek, loving God, peace and justice for our world. You call us to support the peace bringers with words of encouragement. You call us to name the evildoers and clearly show their intent. You call us to protect the vulnerable and be their friends. You call us to confront the powerful and support the persecuted. Your words tell us to protect the environment of planet Earth, and this rings true for us. Your words tell us enough food for every child, and we will help it happen. Terror and conflict, injustice and despair are alien to you, loving God. We are with you, and it will not be just words. We will act to bring change, change that is so desperately needed. Amen. Our Old Testament reading for today is 1 Samuel 3, 1 through 20. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. 
But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew, because his sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there till morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He said, Here I am. Eli said, What was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. Then he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. John 1, 43-51 The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, 
Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. I was no Samuel. I was kind of a bug as a child. Being country kids, we had the run of the farm in our youth, and I made the most of it. I could make myself scarce any time, especially when there was likely work to be done. I remember having a favorite tree as a child, an ancient hackberry where I could lean my back against the trunk and read, completely concealed by the lilac bushes my grandmother had planted around that tree. My mother would call and call, and I would pretend to myself that I did not hear her. Of course, if I was found, I could pretend that I was so wrapped up in my reading that I really didn't hear. My mother might or might not pretend to believe me. No, I was no Samuel. You see, Samuel would actually answer when called, whether he thought it was Eli calling or whether he knew it was the Lord, he answered. And God led him on to greater things. All Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. But I am no Samuel. No, I am a bit more like Nathaniel. I need to be convinced. I kind of drag my feet. A nudge doesn't do it. I need more of a hard push. In college, I took the classes that were interesting to me. I somehow got through four years at McPherson College without taking even one math class. I found that the most interesting classes were ones that engaged my imagination. Literature classes were great, and religion classes were too. When pressed to settle on a major, I chose religion. Basically, I will admit it, being an English major required linguistics. I did not want to take linguistics. Most of my classes were taught by the inimitable Dr. Dale Goldsmith. He held two doctorates, one in New Testament studies from the University of Chicago and the other in Latin American studies. Dr. Goldsmith was convinced that I had a calling. Since he was an ordained Presbyterian minister, he urged me to apply to Princeton University. He was sure I would be accepted. He even tried to get my parents on board to apply a bit more pressure. But no, like the old days when I was hiding under the hackberry tree, I was not listening not listening, not listening. Nathaniel was not listening. Philip had been with Jesus. 
Philip was so impressed with Jesus that he was calling others. We have found him, calls Philip. We have found the one whom Moses wrote about in the book of the law and whom the prophets also wrote about. He is Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. And Nathanael, an honest man, if nothing else, voices his skepticism. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nazareth? The very idea that a prophet could come from Nazareth was laughable. Nazareth was not much of a place. It was a place polluted by the presence of foreigners, the worst types, even Samaritans. Anyone from Nazareth was suspect. Give us a break, Nathaniel seems to say. Nothing good can come from such a place. Frederick Beekner tells the story this way. Philip could hardly wait to tell somebody, and the first person he found was Nathaniel. Ever since Moses, they'd been saying the Messiah was just around the corner, and now, by God, if he hadn't finally showed up. Who would have guessed where? Who would have guessed who? Jesus of Nazareth, Philip said, the son of Joseph. But he could hear his words fall flat, even as he was saying them. It wasn't as if he'd said it was the head rabbi or somebody. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathaniel said. Or Podunk, maybe? Brooklyn? Philip told him to come take a look for himself then, but Jesus got a look at Nathaniel first as he came puffing down the road toward him, nearsighted and earnest with his yarmulke on crooked, his dog-eared Torah under his arm. Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile, Jesus said. Nathaniel was sweating like a horse. His thick specks were all fogged up. His jaw hung open. He said, How do you know me? His astonishment made him stammer. Before Philip called you, Jesus said, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. It was all it took, apparently. Rabbi! Nathaniel's long black overcoat was too tight across the shoulders, and you could hear a seam split somewhere as he made an impossible bow. You are the son of God, he said. You are the king of Israel. Because I said I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? Jesus said. There was more to it than parlor tricks. He said, you will see greater things than these. But all Nathaniel could see for the moment, not daring to look up, were his own two shoes, pigeon-toed in the dust. You will see heaven opened, he heard Jesus say, the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. When Nathaniel decided to take a glance, the sun almost blinded him. End quote. Brothers and sisters, whether we answer with Samuel, speak for your servant is listening, or whether we drag our feet, as Nathaniel did, God still calls. 
God is calling. Let us answer and let us follow. Amen. Let us pray. O God of Samuel, God of Nathaniel, we thank you for your call. Encourage us to listen, urge us to follow. In Jesus' name, amen.
receive the benediction. May you lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Amen.